It's a month, this month of June, I said that it is a month of progress and advancement. And the advancement will come if only we will not lack down, we will not slack down, but rather be uh, open in our declarations, be voicing out our words. Hallelujah. We will speak out our words by the grace of God. You will say what you want to see in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, because whatever you are in, whether you are in the journey of trying to achieve something, whether you are in the journey of trying to fulfill something, whether you are seeking for something, this is a month that you don't want to relax. Hallelujah. And therefore, I want to encourage every one of you to create an aura around you with your words. Hallelujah. Create an aura around you with your words. Say something. Deploy the angels of God that has been assigned to you. Let them be activated. Declare that they are not slacking behind. Speak to them to act on your behalf because you are a child of God and you deserve the hand of God to work on your behalf and to work for you. So whenever there is anything that seems to be not be in alignment with the will of God or with the purposes of God, you have the right to change it. You have the right to improve it. You have the right to see it manifesting. You have the right to call into existence. You have the right to see progress. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And therefore, don't do not let the holidays that, that's here in the United Kingdom and elsewhere in Ghana uh, become a reason why you want to relax and then be quiet. No, say something, say something. Allow the Spirit of God speak through you to declare something, either through worship, through uh, adoration, through uh, decrees and declarations and all that. Just say something. Read the Word of God and speak into something. Hallelujah. Because it is out of the mouth of babes and sucklings that scripture says that the Lord has ordained strength. There is some power in your mouth. There's some potency in your decrees. There's something that God has deposited in you that is waiting for manifestation. Only if you can speak. The book of Romans will say that the whole world is in groaning, waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Why the manifestation of the sons of God? Because the sons and the daughters of God, they are the ones that makes things happen. Hallelujah. It is because if we speak, as it were, heaven backs what we say. There is an obligation in the realms of the spirit to let what you said come to pass. Hallelujah. Whether good or bad. That is why it is important that the scripture says that he said, I live before you death and life, but I admonish you or I encourage you to choose life, which means that what you say, what you declare, what you decree, what you establish in the things of the spirit. That is the very thing you will see manifesting in your life. So this month of increase is a month that you want to create with your words. You want to create with your sound. We do want to create with your thoughts. We do want to create with your imaginations. Something positive, Abashada. I was there. Somebody spoke something to me. I want to show you how easy our thoughts 
pattern. The Bible says that uh, uh, it, says, it says he will bless us even to the point of the things that we see or think. Hallelujah. And, and somebody said something to me that if you won uh, a euro million, that was like a couple of uh, weeks ago, and it was 160 something million dollars, uh, pounds. And the person came to sing and said that into my ears, one of one of the sons of this ministry. I said, I said, what will you do? I said, my brother, please don't bring this stuff into my mind. Unfortunately, when he left where I was working, all of a sudden, the thought started running through my head. What will you do with $100 million? Uh, how are you going to work with it? What is it? I said, okay, I already have plans. So let me pull some of my plans and see how I can work with it. As I was working out, it was going through my I want to show you how our brains, our, our thoughts, our psyche can bring about some stuff. And then I began to calculate, okay, I'll do this project, I'll move into this, this thing that I was doing, I can go back into it, visit it, and then create it and do it this way. I can stand on here and, and, and create this activity, do this. And I started working out with a hundred million budget in my mind, in my mind, not in my pocket. So Tess, don't be so overexcited, hallelujah. It was only in my mind, not in my pocket yet. <laughs> and then this morning, I was coming all of a sudden, somebody called me out of the blue. Early morning, about 6 a.m., the person calls me or something, there's something I need you, I need your help. And I said, what is it? He said, somebody just called me about some issue with some $100 million and they need a project that they want to invest in. And I think you are the best person to talk to. Can you imagine? And this thing, this morning, I'm talking about this morning. I said, $100 million, it is too small, but I can, I can give you quite a few projects that it can swallow it up quickly. And he said, oh, please, don't, don't blow your horns. And I said, listen, you have no idea. I have already planned ahead with $100 million. So I can finish it for you if, if, if the thing is genuine. So I began to poke it to make sure that I don't get myself into all kinds of messy, uh, bad deals and strange stuff and all that. So I began to say, what is the source of the money? Where is it coming from? Who is involved? Which company is it from? And all kinds of stuff. And so then the person didn't have much information, but it was only the little information the person had that he decided to call me. I said, go and do your background checks and all the things. So I gave him some stuff to look into, some, some um, government activities to look into, some... Uh, um, accounting systems that the, the person can look into to be able to uh, verify that the money is, is a legitimate money. It's not one of those stuff that's going on all over the place that they are doing scams and all that. Hallelujah. So people of God, mm -hmm. our creative thoughts can bring about, you see how uh, somebody called out of, I never told the person what I had planned last week and the week before with a hundred million dollars, but this morning somebody called and would, the person is also respectable, a respectable uh, colleague that, that trusts the grace of God in my life and the business and strategies that I, I possess. That is why the person would call that this is what I think that we can look into and, and all that. So people of God, this month of, of, of June is a month of progress and advancement. It's a month of increase. So I want your mindset your thinking begin to work in those areas and call it into manifestation that which must rise, that which must increase, that which must progress in Mashadu Kesada. You don't want to let see the things that hurt your life to increase. No, you bring that thing down. 
but rather exalt that which must be exalted. Lift up those things that must be lifted up. Command those things that must come into existence. In the name of Jesus Christ, there are some thoughts, imaginations, some help, some support that you need that can help you to achieve purposes. How can I can help you to progress in many uh, spheres of your activities and plans? For example, we have said that bring seven people only seven. Your, your target is only seven. So Mama Fiona has managed to bring uh, four people on the platform, level three. And I don't know how many you are bringing. Uh, Auntie Agnes is also bringing hers. Uh, Sister Hilda is also bringing hers. Uh, Auntie Mercy will also bring her own. Hallelujah. Uh, Mama, Mama Amanda will bring her own. Everybody, Tess, is also working on her way out to bring her own. Every one of us, I'm doing my bit, my bit to also bring my own. Everybody is bringing their own. By the grace of God, this becomes my target. And I begin to pray on it. And I'm calling them into existence. And I'm praying, believing God, that by the grace of God, that this year, whatever it is that you want to achieve or see in your life as the manifestation of the glory of God, through this month of increase, by the grace of God, you will see it happening. Amen. 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 So you want to cry Amen. out and speak into the atmosphere, into the realms of the spirit, deploring your angels. We have been dealing with our guardian angels, haven't we? Amen. How many of you have learned anything at all so far about your guardian angels? How many of you have learned anything? Hallelujah. It is important to know who is guiding you is important. You've got to realize that you are not alone. Something is backing you. That is why we have the name Emmanuel as our as our our our, our name that we bear, that we carry around. Hallelujah. So the moment we, we we whisper Emmanuel, we know that there is somebody with us. He says that he will never leave us nor forsake us. Even through the fire, he will be there. In the in the waters, he will be there. Through the storms and darkness, he will be there. David will say this in Psalm 23, that, that though I walk through the valleys of shadows of death, that I will fear no, no evil for his rod and his staff. He, they will comfort me, which means that the Lord himself will be there to see him through in the terrains that he is not familiar with or terrains that his, his soul feels that this might be my last moment or my last chance. Hallelujah. So all these things are very vital information that we have to keep ourselves. Amen. And the thing that the Lord will lay our, our, on our heart for us to learn about is the place of our guardian angels. Amen. So we have learned quite a few stuff so far. At least we've learned about 26 um works of our guardian angels. We've also spoken about how our guardian angels can come about, how we can sustain them or how we can appreciate them. That is how we started with. We started with how our guardian angels, we can work with them. And we came to the place of realizing that we need to work with them with respect. We need to work with them with reverence. We need to work with them with an open heart and open mind. We have to value who they are. And the Bible will say that my angel will be with you and they will administer to you and see you through the way to the promised land, to the place where the Lord himself has prepared. Hallelujah. And so he said that if you disobey your the angels, the angels will not forgive you because it is not in the angels to forgive. 
Hallelujah. I will say it again so that wherever you are and anything that you're doing, if God brings to your attention that this is your guardian angels, you will not waste the opportunity and disobey their instructions because they don't have the ability to forgive. Just as Jesus Christ will say, I forgive you. Or God himself will say, I forgive you. You are forgiven. No, it is not in the angel's capacity to be able to say, we forgive you. It is not in your capacity. I can forgive a brother and sister, but it is not in the capacity of angels to forgive us. So it is important to realize that we respect them when they come around us. We follow them when they come around us. Amen. 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 We also came to realize that a lot of things that we have to know that there are angels, the angels, they, they guard some gates. And so we prayed about it for them to guard our gates for us. We also asked that the angels also execute the judgments and the edicts of God. Hallelujah. And it's not only the judgment and edicts of God alone, but also our judgments as well. So when you speak, as my brother Eric will be speaking, when he speak over things, over matters that he won't change, he want to see improvement, guess what? An angel will be deployed and begin to work on the things that my brother Eric has spoken, and that will begin to take place. And we have to, I want to draw your attention to something, that the, some of the reasons, apart from the, the respect, the honor, and the value and all that, that we give, we also have to realize our stand in God. You, as a child of God, see yourself as a child of God. Because one of the responsibilities that these angels have to us and to you is that they are there to serve you. It is like you have a housemate. I don't know how many of you have got a house um, help. If you have a house help, you have somebody who helps you in the house. Or you are a house help yourself, okay. or you are being you are in an environment where you are you have seen somebody being a house help. When when somebody who is a master or who is a leader in the house calls for the person to come and do something for the person, the person, the house help has to come and do that for you without fail. It has it has to happen. If they don't do it, then you begin to question them. But if you don't know your position as a, as a leader, as a father, as a husband, as a master of the house, and then the house help decides to think about what you want to eat, what you want, how you want your house to be cleaned and all that kind of stuff. By the time you realize she is determining uh, the pace of the house, then you are losing track and control over yourself and your environment. But every child of God, that is not what God has made you and I. No. We command the affairs of our kingdom. We command the affairs of the things concerning our life. We command every activity that we possess. So when you speak, something must obey. Hallelujah. And one of those people that must obey are the angels of God that has been deployed to help you. And if you don't engage them, if you don't get them involved in the things that you do, then you are missing out on the opportunity to be effective in your dealings. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Tonight, Amen. I want to help us to learn about the nature of angels. The nature of angels. 
the nature of angels. And you'll be amazed some of the things that we can put down. Please, I will not be reading much, much scriptures, but I want you to be writing them down. And, and you can refer to these things. I prefer that because I, I prefer the Bible to talk than me speaking. I'll only point you to the right direction so that by the grace of God, you can see what we have spoken about so that you can respect the word of God fully knowing that the word of God speaks for itself. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. The nature of angels, hallelujah. The Bible says that they are heavenly beings with personal spirit bodies. They are heavenly beings, one with personal spirit body, with bodily parts. So, for example, we can talk about their hands, we can talk about their feet, we can yeah, talk about their eyes, we can talk about their eye, their voice, their mouth, their head, their face, and other parts which men have. And the book of Genesis 18, 18 to speaks about it. Hallelujah. The Bible also spoke in, in Revelations about an angel who had one feet on a land and another feet in the, in the sea. So people of God, angels have got personalities. Hallelujah. Their nature is not as though they are spirits without bodies. Hallelujah. In the realms of the spirit, they possess bodies and they can let the body also manifest physically. Hallelujah. They can come in a physical uh, uh, pocketude as what we possess. So if you don't involve your angels or when you meet one of them, uh, as I was sharing a testimony, uh, I think on Sunday or Friday last week, or I don't know what, what they, about my wife at the labor ward, and a woman popped in there, looked left and right, shut the door, locked the door, and then helped my wife so that she would not be cut. And we didn't know who she was. And the name she gave to us, my wife works in the hospital. She's never met her physically. She had worked there for 10 years in that hospital, and she had never met the woman at the hospital, yet the woman came into the place. Her name was not on the list of doctors who were supposed to see her at the time of labor. And yet, by, by prayer and by divine providence, this young lady, uh, a Scottish accent, her, she, she spoke English all right, but her tonation like a, a Scottish lady walked in there and came and did call something sweeping. She did sweeping, changed the order because the baby was not well positioned. And, and yet the water had broken out for, for hours and, and the doctors had waited for about four or five hours. Things are not happening. And so they have to cut her open, do a C-section and bring the baby out. And my prayer is that, Lord, do not let them use knife on my wife. That was my prayer. And that was her worry as well. So now she turned around and when they came to give her, and they gave her the news that, look, you have to get, we have to take you to theater and cut you up and all that. They took her there, but the woman, the woman, all of a sudden, emergency came, the, the doctors ran. Then new one came there with, the with some oh. instruments to come and do the job. And then all of a sudden, he shut the door, went out. Drop the instrument, and a strange woman walks in, changed the whole thing, and then the baby was ready to come. And when the doctors came there with their knives, baby was ready to push out. And by the grace of God, the baby came out naturally. We don't know where she came from. We don't know how. But for me, I feel that it is an angel of the Lord that came on the scene at a time that was necessary because we have asked. We had asked God before. 
I had prayed all those while till that moment that I now for three days I could not even sleep because she had been in labor for three days. <laughs> and so from Friday to Sunday, I, I could not put my eyes down and I had to stay awake till the baby came out. Hallelujah. People of God, the Lord will surely respond to the needs of his children. Hallelujah. So your guardian angels, the nature that they possess, they possess these personal spirit bodies just as we do. Hallelujah. They possess everything, the eyes, the ears, the see, the, the, every part that you possess, angels also possess the same. Hallelujah. The Bible says in, in, in Judges chapter 13, verse 6, you can see this there, the, the appearance of angels, you can find it also there. They have personal soul with emotions. Hallelujah. They have personal soul with emotions. Angels do have emotions as well. But one of the challenges that they do have is that they are not able to act when you are quiet and you don't engage them. And by so doing, you have to walk in the place of prayer, deploring and asking, decreeing, making the proclamation because your decrees and your proclamation makes things happen. Hallelujah. There is something I will tell you on, on Friday. Uh, I hope I hope not, because it's a bit of a national situation, and I hope not to say it. I said something. I said something after we prayed and everything. I went into prayer again when the prayer and fasting was going on, and I was declaring and speaking um, and speaking. All of a sudden, the Lord laid on my heart to speak something. And I spoke on Friday. I spoke them into being deployed angels, a national angel in a country. And I spoke some things into happen and all that. And Saturday afternoon, Saturday afternoon, I was scrolling through the 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 the, the, the internet on 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 um, YouTube, look, following through the war and some other things that was going on. And there was a breaking news. And I read, it, I listened to it, and I laughed. I laughed because I had prayed in the night before and the Lord now had led me to see the results of what I said. And I'm believing God for the same thing for you, that whatever you say, by the grace of God, the angels of God will deploy on it and bring to pass what you have spoken. Because the angels possess the nature, the spirit nature, the emotions that we have. Hallelujah. Do you think that the Lord is so pleased with the people that are dying in Ukraine and those who are dying, the Ru uh, Russian soldiers who are perishing like flies? No, it is not. It's not of any fact. Look at the number of people who are hungry in our world now because there's no food coming. Look at the price of petrol. That is that uh, it, it is. Uh, there are some places it's two pounds. Per liter, one liter is two pounds here in the United Kingdom. Other places in the world, across the world, there's no food coming. Things are rising. Inflation is going higher and higher. All because the enemy decided to deploy some wicked agenda to create this frustration. And now it looks as if what we were trying to avoid. Now it's coming to pass because the world now is at war with each other. Hallelujah. And we said this year, months ago, before it began to happen. I told you the kind of spirit that has decided for this. And it is happening. This principality is doing this thing. And the prayers of the saints is causing a change and a turnaround and bringing things to a halt. Hallelujah. I want to encourage you, don't be silent on anything. Don't go and fight physically. Don't draw sword and go fight somebody and shoot anybody. Please. 
Be on your knees because on your knees, things will change. On your knees, situations will turn around. On your knees, matters will happen. On your knees, people, the angels are on guard. They will do the job for you. You don't have to be in there to go and waste yourself. Hallelujah. Let the angels of God has been assigned to you. Let them be at work. Activate them. Call them into existence. Command them to work on your behalf. Tell them to rise up. They shall do it for you in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So the angels, they have personal intelligence. Another thing, the angels, they do have personal intelligence. According to 2 Samuel 14, 20 and 19, 27, even Matthew 24, verse 26, uh, 36, it speaks about the intelligence of angels, that the angels of God assigned to us possess wisdom. They possess intelligence. And that kind of intelligence is way above what we do possess. Hallelujah. And they, they are not limited to time and season. They transcend beyond time. For example, if you want an angel to be deprived from here to Ghana to do something on, on your behalf, they shall be deployed to do that for you because there is no place of limitation to them. They are spirits, hallelujah. And spirits are able to transcend beyond Mashitros Kivanda. They are able to transcend beyond the, the scope of time. So time does not restrict them, but our actions can restrict them. Our inactiveness can restrict them. If you don't get them engaged, by the time you realize they would have been disengaged and the enemy gets involved and creates trouble and havoc. For example, the book of Daniel chapter nine, the Bible says that Daniel will have to be on his knees and in prayer for more than 12, for, for more than 10, 22, up to 21 days. Though the answer came the very first day. The answer of his prayer came the very first day, but at the point of the distance of travel, this foul spirit called the Prince of Persia decided to stop the way of progress, Mashadu Kanadi, stop the way of progress of the results. Could it be possible? Could it be possible that some of your prayers that you have prayed all this while, it has not come to pass because there is a prince or principality somewhere standing the way of the release of your prayer? Could it be possible so that the enemy has deployed an angel to resist the results of the prayer? Daniel was a powerful man of God. He was a man of God with, with, with a different class altogether. A man who know, who knew no boundaries to, to say no. He would never say no to what was right. So long as it is of God, Daniel will agree to that. But if it is not of God, he will never agree to it. And all the plans and the plots to kill him, he still obeyed the voice of God. Listen to me. Daniel was one of the few men who be who is consistent with prayer. That the Bible will demand that every child of God should be praying. Hallelujah. If you refuse to pray, it means that you refuse to engage your angels to be at work. If only your prayer is in the morning and then you pray quick, 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 and then you can work and walk away and know that you are praying and that's it. You keep silent. Or in the afternoon when you see that you are driving around and you almost hit some camp and you wake up, Jesus, you start praying in tongues. No. People of God, let prayer wells inside of you continually, continually 
continuously. Let it keep going by the grace of God. Say, Father, keep me glowing in prayer. Let me burn inside out. Let the fire of prayer be burning inside of me. Let me walk in the place of prayer. Let the iron of prayer be surrounding my life. Let my voice be a prayer. Let my actions be a prayer. Let everything that I'm in be prayer. And whilst we're walking about, you start blowing in tongues. Kabash, Dianda, the more you do that, you see, you see the angels of God because the tongues that you are praying, they understand. You might not even understand, but your spirit and their spirit understand the communication that's going on in the spirit. So they can act on your behalf whilst you're praying in tongues. On the things that your eyes might not even know or your brain might not compute together. So whilst you pray in tongues, the angels with, the intellig with intelligence will begin to work out on the things that you are trying to say and they'll begin to act for you. Hallelujah. So do not be silent as a child of God, especially on Wednesdays and on Fridays, our prayer time like this, hallelujah, is a time to build us up in the Lord. It's a time to pray in the things of the Spirit. It's a time to stand and declare that Spirit of God, work through me. Holy Spirit, bring about the things that must come about. Use me as an instrument of blessing. Let your glory surround my life. Let your light so shine in me. Cause me to be a staring light in any way that I find myself. Bring hope into my my bring a turn around into this matter that seems to be a darkness situation listen to me somebody is on the platform that has been a situation in your life that has kept too long coming and you don't know how now to go about it anymore and that seems to be a time that sometimes you feel as though you want to give up but i want to encourage you in the name of our lord jesus christ Tell the Lord that, Lord, send the angels that are stronger enough to take care of this responsibility. For it is weighing you down. If you feel that it is weighing you down, tell the Lord just as it is. Listen to me. I don't play games before God. I don't try to sugarcoat anything. I just tell the Lord just as it is. If it is hurting me, I just say, Lord, this thing is hurting me. I don't like it. Hallelujah. Send help now. Please, if it is not, I'm not too sure about it. As a Lord, this one, I'm not too sure. Can you help me? Those of you who have been with me a little bit while, you know, some of time, some of the things people will say, oh, this one, you have to keep it. You know that I don't, I don't know how to keep stuff like that because if it is hurting me, I don't know why I should say it's, it's all right. No, it's not. It is not. It is not all right. So, Lord, please, this is not okay. I don't want this. So when we do that, he deploys the angels that must work on our behalf because there are so many of them that can stand in there. If, if, if Genesis 32, if, if, if Jacob will understand by the revelations of God, showing him the kind of angels that were following him, even in that road to back to better, it was amazing that he himself, he said, this is the camp of angels, the host of the gatherings of God. This place I never knew. Hallelujah. There was a place he saw that there was an angel going up and down, bringing answers. That was that was better. That was lost. That was a place the first time he ever saw. But it came because he was running out of a situation, a dying situation from the brother that a brother could kill him. So he was escaping. 
to, to Padanaram to go and meet the uncle over there. And then on the journey that the revelations came to him, where he had placed his head, the father, the grandfather, that place had already sacrificed, made declarations over there before. So that place had been set up as an environment or a camp of the, of, of the angels of God, working, bringing answers to the people of God, and also taking results from the people of God to the most high. And that the eyes of the man of God were open. And at the same way, when he was returning, such angels will also come to him. When Laban wanted to attack him, one of the angels went in there and warned him and told him, do not touch this brother, not even good or bad. We have dealt with all these things. So people of God, your angels are always at work. They are willing to act on your behalf, prepared to bring to pass what you have uh, desired to see in manifesting in your life. So don't let them be silent. Activate them. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. The, the Bible also says that they don't need rest. According to Revelations chapter 4, verse 8. Yeah, they don't need rest. The angels of God, they don't need rest. Also, they can eat. <laughs> in Genesis 30, uh, 18, verse 8, angels of, uh, uh, angels of God, according to the Bible, they can eat food. <laughs> this is amazing. Do you remember the Bible says that the Lord fed the, fed the children of Israel with, with the food of angels? That is manna. Did you remember, remember that scripture? Have you read it before? That the word of the Lord spoke to the, the people of Israel when they were messing about and they were becoming stubborn. And the word came and said that, the Lord said, and I fed you with the words and with the food of angels from heaven. Which means that God from the bakery of heaven that they were used to, they, they were using to feed angels. God used that to feed the children of Israel physically. So angels also have the capacity, according to Genesis chapter 18, verse 8 to 8, and also 19, verse 3, to eat. Psalm 78 also speaks about that. Hallelujah. So we've got to engage them in a lot of things. Or they also operate in material realms. Genesis 8, 18, verse, uh, verse uh, 19 will speak about, and also Genesis 22 will also talk about uh, that our angels, our guardian angels, they can react or they can deal or operate in material realms. So, for example, physical activities that we are talking about, that I've just shared with you some of the things that we're talking about, they can do that physically. So they are not only bound by the things only of the spirit, no, they can act physically also. So this assembly, that's my desire and that's my joy. We want to learn a lot of things from the word of God so that when you go on your knees as a child of God, you are well informed. Amen. You are well informed. Nobody can come and treat you anyhow. No pastor, no bishop, no prophet, no, no one who carries any title will, will take or pull a fast one over your eye and try to cheat you of money or anything. No, I prefer the word of God to tell us the truth. And that is what I'm all about. And I want to encourage you to stay with us. Bring your seven people to join with us because you shall be informed. Hallelujah. Amen. After these things, we will go into the place of the kinds of angels that we do have in our world now. That we have all kinds of angels that we realize we have satanic angels that are there. We have satanic angels. They also do these things that we're talking about, both the physical and the spiritual. But they do them all. 
where I have seen some happening here in life, in, in my area here, where I live, I've seen them happening. The Lord has opened my eyes, many things that I've seen over here. But listen, so long as I'm here, I am the light of the Lord here. So my light must shine and darkness must flee. That's the bottom line. That's all that it is. There is no argument. There is no place of negotiation, nothing at all. That all that I know and I believe and I'm waiting for is that, listen, this is where I live and this is how I want my home to be. And so do not be here. Hallelujah. I remember uh, I, where I used to live years ago in a flat in Tottenham. Uh, those of you who know uh, Lordship Lane, those of you who've lived in, uh, who lives in UK here, um, in Lordship Lane, I used to live in Millicent um, uh, Porter Court, uh, number 83. And then I did not know that that place, there, were, there, there was a demonic force in there, some familiar spirit, some wicked spirit in there. But I prayed before, and I, when I entered in there, I prayed, I sanctified the place and all the bits and pieces, and I, I thought the place was okay, not knowing that this spirit was still living there. And when I married, I, one day, I cleaned my whole kitchen, everything. The kitchen was spotless. Everything was all right. But when I pulled, I don't know what happened, but I pulled the stove. My kitchen was a very small one. I pulled the, the stove that I, I used behind the stove. I don't know what, what, came, what came of me. All of a sudden, I saw um, some white feathers, like feathers of, of, of a bird behind the stove, white ones, and also some cushions and some white foam, and some weird stuff. I don't know where they came from, but I thought that I cleaned the whole kitchen. How did this happen? And I could see a, a hole of um, rats, through underneath somewhere that led outside to the uh, the, the uh, uh, corridors of, of the of, of the flat, and I said, "How did um, uh, mouse or mice could get in here?" So I thought it was the work of mouse that brought all those things in there. So I thought I was in, I had a rat infestation. So I went to buy rat uh, the things that will kill rat and all that and to come and display everywhere and to to some of them I caught quite a few of them. But if I see the size of this small, small little tiny stuff, dirty stuff, and, and the things that were there, why didn't they eat those things? And that was bothering my mind. Not knowing that there was this foul spirit that was living in there, that was creating those things, and that was making those things until I married. And I didn't know. Still, when I married, I didn't know. My wife was in there. She was pregnant with our, with our first child. And, and she said to me that there is something in this place. Anna said to me, there is something in this place. And I said, there's nothing here. She said, no, I have seen something. I've seen a demon. I've seen a, a spirit. And I said, what kind of spirit? It's only the spirit of God. Actually, walk into my, my flat, those of you been, who have been there before, you could see that the place was calm, and yet this foul spirit was operating in there. One day, when she said that, I just, I just disabused their mind. I thought she was pregnant, so pregnant women sometimes, they see stuff. That was my thought. And I was praying, I prayed, I prayed, and doing whatever I have to do. One day, I woke up from sleep, and then going down to the early morning, around 5 a.m., I was going to the kitchen to prepare breakfast for her before she leaves for work. And then when I got downstairs, uh, went to the uh, kitchen, I opened the kitchen, and there was this young girl, uh, about the age of 9, 10, standing behind the kitchen sink, washing the hands. I don't have a young child girl in my house, in my flat. Who is this? 
So I said, who are you? And then the thing vanished. I mean, I, I, I wiped my eyes to see what was going on. I said, ha, huh? so this is true. She has seen what was there. And then I said, hey, listen, I pay the rent. I live in this flat. I pay the electricity. I pay water bills. Everything in here, it is, I hold the key. And therefore, you have no right. And that was, the, that was my argument. I am the one that pays the rent. I hold the key. And this, I said whatever I had to say to tell that spirit that from today, you don't come here anymore. And from that time, by the grace of God, I understood all those mess. And I cleared them all around, cleaned everything, and I just dumped them in the bin. And that was the end of matter. People of God, if I hadn't come to that place of understanding these things, my eyes would have been blinded, thinking that everything was all right. And the woman of God had now seen what was going on. That is some of the scorching spirit the enemy can deploy. So we will learn about some of these things as time goes on, some of the other angels that the enemy has gained as a matter of working on things to be able to create atmosphere to hurt the people of God, to make your prayer to become almost ineffective, for you to doubt yourself, to bring all kinds of doubt in your mind. You'll be walking and people will be whispering into your ears. You think that you are, no, it is the work of the enemy. Hallelujah. It's a satanic angel. They call it familiar spirits. They can do all those things. So these things do happen in our world. Hallelujah. The Bible also talks about these angels that they can travel at a, an inconceivable speed, that they possess speed, according to Ezekiel chapter 1 and Revelation chapter 8, verse 13. They have some kind of speed that, not, that physically, the, the light cannot even have it, hallelujah, that you cannot calculate the speed of angels. So, for example, if you want them from here to Ghana now, you can say it and then it can happen by the grace of God because they are not limited with space and time, as I said, hallelujah. So they can travel with speed by the grace of God. They can speak languages. They can speak languages. They can have the utterance of speech. So if it is um, um, Chinese or Mandarin, when, when we are dealing with demons and deliverance, uh, demonology, when we enter in there, I'll show you how when you speak English, a, a demon can speak uh, Arabic and respond to the English that you have spoken, not because they did not understand, but they can speak Arabic. But we'll get there. We will understand. Maybe we will we'll work it on, on on the platform here. We'll pray for people and see if those who are who, whom the enemy is hurting, maybe these things can come out and we'll understand some of these things. Hallelujah. So they can speak. They have language. According to 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1, and they can do anything man can do, including sin. According to the Bible, they can do whatever man can do, including sin. So your guardian angel can also mess about. Hmm. That is why you've got to engage them so that the enemy does not engage them. Why? Because if you remember, the Bible says that lots of these angels, one third of them, the, the scripture calls them the stars of heaven, one third of them were swept away because of disobedience, because of uh, disrespect to the throne of God. And then they all left the throne of grace and then they became um, stubborn and, dis and followed the, their master, the, uh, the devil. So they can sin. The scripture says in, in Genesis uh, chapter 6 also speaks about the sons of 
God now coming into the world and uh, to be able to uh, to mingle with the with the women and they sin. A whole lot of stuff goes on in there. So people of God, the angels can do all those things that the men can do. Hallelujah. They also they all, they are also well organized into into all kinds of position according to Colossians chapter one verse sixteen it says that they are they are into hierarchies so the Bible talks about principality it talks about powers they talk about rulers of darkness they talk about angels and stuff like that so there is a hierarchy of angels they have positions they have powers they are places that they rule up Hallelujah I've tried to help you to get some of these understanding with the scripture backings about them. Amen. Amen. They are well organized into principalities and powers and with thrones and positions. According to Romans chapter 8, uh, Ephesians chapter 6 from 10, 18, and 1 Peter chapter 3. Hallelujah. They are innumerable, which means that you cannot measure how many quantity of angels they are. I remember one of my spiritual fathers, he, he was praying for a young lady from the Philippines, Manila. And this, this young lady had thousands of demons in her. Small 18-year-old girl started prostituting at the age of nine. She was doing prostitution. And then these spirits began to fill her life up and she was loaded with all kinds of mess and everything. I mean, she was so powerful in terms of potency of words because of the spirits that were in her, that if you sleep with her and you don't pay her, she curses you and you are dead the following day. You are dead. I mean, she cursed uh, uh, three, uh, three policemen when, they, when the, the thing was turning around to become, they were trying to kill her, a demon was trying to kill her and made her crazy and all that. The people who went to capture her, to arrest her, and they bound her. She cursed two of the uh, security men because they struck her and they died the following day. So now she had physical chains on her hands and her legs and nobody could handle her physically. And they had chained her in a prison. And this spiritual father of mine was the one that went in there and then cast the spirit out and set her free. And the spirit could actually... A whole lot of mess. I can't. Do, I don't want to say it down here. But uh, we will get there when we are doing the demons and demonology. We will get to those things, and and we'll see scripture. But see, these are some of the scripture backings that help us to understand that these spirits they are there. They are too much of a number, and they don't need enough space to occupy. So with a little person, hundreds and thousands of them can fill in there because they are without bodies, and they can also become bodies. They can embody things. They can. Uh, Create situation, hallelujah. Uh, and the Bible also speaks that they are subject to God. According to uh, Matthew 22, verse 30, they are subject to God. Amen. The Bible also says uh, they will be judged or ruled by saints. We, they, we will judge angels. According to the scriptures, you and I will have the capacity and capability to judge angels. According to 1 Corinthians chapter 6, we will judge them. Hallelujah. We will judge angels as the saints of God. Amen. They are, they are not to be worshipped also. The Bible does not command us to worship them. According to Colossians chapter 2, we shouldn't worship angels. We should never worship angels. Hallelujah. They are able to ascend and descend. Genesis 28 verse 12. 
And, and John chapter 1, verse 51, hallelujah, they can ascend and descend and bring messages unto us. Hallelujah. Amen. There are a lot to, to talk about. They, they can appear unaware. They can come in our, in our environment unaware. For example, you may be here, all of a sudden, somebody will be in here. Hallelujah. And, and they come in the peace of the Lord. Every time the angel of God, let me, let me stress on this properly, so that when you see such in our, your environment, you will recognize the difference between a familiar spirit and, a, and a, an angel of God. If it is an angel of God coming into your domain, he will come with peace and assure you of not to be afraid. But any other angel that comes, that is not of God, which is a familiar spirit or demonic angel of satanic employment, employed cherub, uh, cherubs and all that, they will come with a sense of fear in you. And when you see them, you will seriously feel the panic inside of your body. But when you see that and they don't give you any assurance of peace and calmness in your heart for you to have a sense of calmness, remember they are not of God. And you can command them at that moment without fear of anything. Just speak it out and tell them, I command you, get out of here. And they will obey your voice. Hallelujah. So they can come in that capacity also. They can also be engaged in an interest. They can create an interest in earthly things, earthly affairs, according to Luke chapter 9, verse 26, and Luke 15, verse 7 to 19, uh, 7 to 10. They can create an interest in earthly things. They can create interest in them. Hallelujah. And also, there's something here that even they observe us. They can observe a man. They can stand at a distance and watch you uh, according to the scriptures. Uh, they can cook according, according to 1 Kings 19, verse 5. To, angels can cook. They stand before God. They dwell in heaven. Uh, they appear on our ways. They can wear garments. According to John chapter uh, 20, verse 12, they can wear garments as well. Hallelujah. And according to Hebrews chapter 1, verse 5, and Hebrews chapter 16, the Bible says that Christ Jesus is one of the best of angels of all, that any angel at all that the Bible has ever mentioned. So that is the nature of angels that I want to share with you today by the grace of God. Hallelujah. I hope this would have brought a lot of information into your mind. There's a lot of information to keep to your heart, uh, to let you know. So we are moving on gradually. Now we are moving on gradually into the place of the, uh, the other kinds of angels, uh, the demons and the demonologies, the familiar spirits and all that. And then we can go into uh, demons and deliverances and all the rest of the, the things. So as a child of God, you need to know it. 
don't be afraid. I remember some months ago, I posted on one of our group uh, platforms about deliverance. One of my spiritual fathers was casting out um, uh, a spirit from uh, from one of uh, from a young lady, and one of the sisters said uh, she stopped watching it because she was scared that the, the spirit would jump from the TV and come and uh, come into her head. No, no. Listen, yes, they could do that. They could do that, but whilst you're a child of God, they just cannot come into your life just like that. Unless you open a portal for them, they always, they always, they always travel in spaces of light, Lord, the crevices of our weaknesses. So whatever weakness that you create, that's what the Bible expects us to always declare forgiveness, ask for forgiveness of sin, of, of our sins, our mistakes, our errors. You don't have to sit on it for a day or two. No, the moment you know that there's a conviction of the Holy Spirit that what you did was wrong, you ask for forgiveness, that Lord, please forgive me. They don't deliberately go and do it because the moment you do that, you are opening a door for the end me to come in when you do that it is easy it is like you're opening your door and you're allowing all kinds of bugs the creepy crawlies the spiders and and all that that's all it is that's all it's a similar thing if you you open your door and don't close it for a couple of uh, hours let's say for the whole day and see what will happen in your room you will see what will happen in your house if nothing at all mosquitoes will give you a proper visitation in the night. You will realize that, yes, next time I have to close my door. If mosquitoes don't visit you, you will get spiders all over. They will quickly, hey, the place is warm. Let's go in there. Opportunity is there. Mm, zoom. And they go in there. Yes, if you don't get spiders in there, you can be sure of rat, rat, mice, all over. They will begin to crawl in. Cockroaches will crawl in, and then you start getting cats coming in. You start getting dogs coming in. If you don't get care, if you're not careful, snakes will begin to walk in. That is how it is. If we don't close shut the door of our life to all these things, the enemy uses them to come into our life to hurt us, to create the problems and the challenges for our lives. So, people of God, this is the nature of angels. This is the nature of angels the Bible talks about. There are quite a few of them, but I have to try and jump on some of them so that we can get into knowing some of them. Um, I'm hoping that these things that I'm sharing with you by God's grace, I can be able to put them together in the right times and then you can get it and send it out as a, as a read it out personally or keep them as a personal file and stuff like that. You never know. Maybe you can share with others or you share the link because we will post this link online. Share with others and tell them, tell, share with at least seven people. Now, please go to TikTok, go to um, uh, Spotify, and then let's, let's see what the Lord will do. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Let's pray. Open your heart and let's pray. Today, you came to receive information. You came to receive information. It's very vital. It's important to know what you're dealing with, whom you're dealing with, and what time to deal with them by the grace of God, the nature that they possess, so that you're not taken by surprise by the grace of God. Hallelujah. 
Spirit of God, we, we thank you, we honor you and bless your name for the grace of knowledge that you've shared with us today, the nature of angels, that you've helped us to understand that they possess what we possess and even more. And they travel beyond times and seasons. They are able to they go beyond uh, spaces. They are not limited by time. They can transcend, they can dress, cook and do all things according to the scriptures. Father, we thank you for this great knowledge and great wisdom. We pray that help us to be able to honor and to value that which you give to us, the angels you assign to us. And so today we activate them. This month of June, we believe by the grace of God is a month of progress, a month of possibility, a month of performance. And so we activate the angels of God to work on our behalf in the name of Jesus Christ without fail. By We declare and decree, oh God, that a place of divine increase, whatever they must do to increase it in our lives, let them do it in the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever resource that we need in our lives, we command the angels of God and administer to them to bring those things that will bring us to that place of glory. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, may we rise in power, may we rise in favor, may we rise in the anointing of the Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, let the glory of Christ through the release of the angels Come forth in the mighty name of Jesus. We administer the work of the angels to go out there to touch the souls of men and people who are supposed to connect with us that they couldn't come. We link with them with the angels of God that let them be touched by the angels of God. Next time they are time, they are coming with us on Friday meetings in the name of Jesus Christ from eight o'clock London time. We, we command the angels of God to set them ready and bring them all in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you. We honor you. We celebrate your goodness. Be glorified. Be thou exalted. Be magnified, O King of glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray with thanksgiving. Emmanuel. 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 Emmanuel.